What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. It's uh, Saturday, and uh, man, just had a great last few days. Um, so first of all, we uh, just uh, Holly and I just finished uh, celebrating our 20th anniversary, and I uh, cannot believe we uh, have been married for 20 years. It's uh, it's been a been a great 20 years. Hope we have many, many more. Um, a little funny story. So, uh, so we went to uh, PF Chang's last night to celebrate, and uh, you know, we. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't really ever buy anything at restaurants other than like burgers and fries. I am like completely 12 years old when it comes to ordering food. I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, like if uh, if I go to a Mexican restaurant, it's always quesadillas. If I go to um, uh, you know any other type of uh, restaurant, it's always a burger and fries. Well, you know, we decided to fancy it up a little bit and go to P.F. Chang's and, um, you know, that's definitely not my, uh, you know, not the thing that we normally do or go to, but, um, you know, I decided to be a little adventurous and I was thinking, um, you know, I've tried sushi before, like as like a little grocery store handout kind of deal and I've always liked it. Never tested, you know, never ordered sushi before in my whole life. I was like, I'm going to do the adult thing. I'm going to order me some sushi. So, ladies and gentlemen, I finally ordered some sushi and I actually ate it and uh, it was great and it wasn't from a grocery store. <laughs> now, there was this little uh, little green glob that was next to it called wasabi. Um, I tasted a little bit and thanks to uh, the movie Cars 2 that Beckett has watched probably 11 billion times now. Um, with me as well. I knew that it was going to be hot and I probably wouldn't like it. So I took a little dab and put it on my tongue and wanted to die. So uh, the great thing is also, um, you know, one of the good things, this never happens to me, but um, somebody came over and uh, to the table and said, uh, said, well, what are you celebrating? I said, well, it's our anniversary. Oh, how many years? 20 years. Oh, really? Y'all look too young for that. And I go, oh my gosh. I have never heard somebody that uh, say that we look too young. I always hear that Holly looks too young, but never me, because we have uh, what looks to be three generations in our household. We have Beckett, who's the two and a half year old. We have Holly and Atticus, who look like their siblings. And we have me that looks like their dad and Beckett's granddad. And that just uh, seems to happen all the time for some reason when people uh, comment. But I don't know. Maybe maybe shaving this beard kind of helped. I'm not sure. But in any event, that was a, that was a good night. But another thing was really cool, and this is probably a little more applicable to you all because it has to do with the baseball cards. Uh, but I want to talk about um, a, a visitor that I had a while ago. So this is kind of a fun story here. I'll, I'll start it off by uh, going all the way back into 1998. Um, 1998 was a time when I wasn't really big into baseball or baseball cards. So I think I stopped really paying attention or caring. You know, 93, 94, I'd probably pick up packs here and there, but eventually came to grips with uh, you know the fact that I was more interested in uh, girls and friends and you know church activities and hanging out with friends and all that sort of thing. Uh, over baseball, so I put my baseball cards in the closet and didn't really give them, you know, much attention or think much about them. Uh, so, uh, one thing that I would do when we first got the internet is uh, I remember going to eBay, by the way, uh, for the first time. Had to have been late '90s or something. Had to have been, I guess. Uh, and ordering a few starting lineups of Conseco, going, "Oh, this is cool," and then 
you know, not even thinking about it, just, you know, stupid teenage kid stuff, and then going, uh, oh, man, I'm supposed to pay $12 for two figures? I don't have $12, forget that, and I never, never paid. <laughs> it's funny, because, like, thinking back now, I'm thinking, man, that's, like, a terrible thing to do, but back then, as a, as a kid on this, uh, this new site called eBay that um, was new to the internet, where the internet was basically new also, you know, didn't really think much about it. Eh, decided didn't want to buy it, so I just won't. Didn't even think anything else of it. Uh, my other attachment to baseball when it came to, uh, you know, this time period of my life was uh, was really kind of a newspaper. And uh, I remember at work grabbing the newspaper at the, uh, at the lunch table and, uh, you know, hearing about this uh, crazy home run race that's going on between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in 1998. And I thought that was amazing. I'd always keep tabs on my main man, Jose Canseco, as well, and see how he was doing. And always delighted during the 98 season that, you know, to see how, that he was doing really well. Um, after really what was kind of a dismal year in 97 with the A's. And uh, which, by the way, was like one of the greatest days of my life when he came back to the A's. But, you know, unfortunately, it didn't yield much fruit. Um, but in any event, um, one of the other things I would do is I would go on the internet and I remember looking for. Uh, a website that had to do with Conseco. Because um, keep in mind, the internet was very early at this point. So there wasn't going to be a whole lot of things on, you know, other, you know, different baseball players and that sort of thing. So uh, I was delighted to find a website called ConsecoNet.com. ConsecoNet.com uh, had a list of, you know, a you know, massive checklist of baseball cards. Uh, all kinds of in-person pictures that were taken of Jose by the owner of the website, um, Mark Petrillo. Now, he had followed Jose to a lot of games and even had this massively uh, printed or painted target that says, Jose hit it here or something, um, that he would actually sit out uh, in the outfield with with some friends. Um, and so this guy is kind of like, you know, definitely... Uh, gathered a cult following uh, when it came to uh, Canseco fans back in the 90s and and uh, and beyond I'm sure you know for sure uh, but he was probably everything that a lot of us Canseco fans would aspire to be like how cool would it be to be the guy that follows Jose around to games and has a massively publicly seen hit it here target you know for Jose Canseco and everything so uh, he was really kind of the go-to place online for Conseco fans. As a matter of fact, he would run contests of people, uh, you know, guessing like Jose's home run totals or, or stats or whatever, uh, you know, at the beginning of each season. So at the beginning of 98, uh, you can actually go to his website, uh, ConsecoNet.com, and you would be able to see, uh, you know, 17-year-old Tanner uh, guessing some very optimistic numbers, which Jose actually exceeded in terms of home runs, if I remember correctly. Um, uh, some guesses of what Jose would do in 98. And so, you know, that I thought that was pretty cool. It was fun to see my name on on the internet, right? That was, that was kind of a, a big deal back then. Like, you know, seeing your name on the internet. How cool. It's in cyberspace, the World Wide Web, and all this, you know. And uh, just, just so much fun. Just so much fun to be able to you know, look through all the pictures and, and look through the checklist and go, oh, I have that one. I don't have that one. Don't have that one. Don't have that one. Oh, I do have that one. Um, just, just a great time. So 
when I came back into the hobby, most specifically into collecting Canseco cards, uh, you know, so I was like super collecting Canseco. I think I started probably 2014-ish. Uh, so around 2015, early 2015, I started thinking, I wonder if that website that I frequented as a kid or a teenager uh, was still up. So I was like, what was the name of that one? Canseco something, Canseco.com, Canseco.net. No, CansecoNet.com. So I check out CansecoNet.com and to my delight, it's there still. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I check the 98 guess a home run contest kind of thing. And guess what? My name is still up there. So after decades later, nearly 25 years later, yeah, it's still there, you know, close to 20 from you know, the time I checked in 2015. Said, so, well, we now have Facebook. I wonder if this Mark Petrillo guy is on Facebook. And if I could reach out to him, that'd be kind of fun. You know, the, the rock star, right? That uh, <laughs> that everybody, all the Conseco fans looked up to. So I reached out to him in uh, March, actually went back in our messages to see. Uh, in February of 2015, you know, I said something along the lines of, Hey, Mark, uh, is this the same Mark Petrillo of ConsecoNet.com? I'm really, uh, uh, you know, happy to be able to uh, reach out to you and talk to you. I, I uh, was actually wondering if you would be interested in selling your website canseconet.com and uh, so I didn't hear anything I, I forgot about it and then uh, in July of 2015 he reaches out again and uh, he goes uh, hey Tanner I'm sorry this went to my junk uh, chat folder or whatever uh, I, I'm just now seeing this uh, no it's not for sale but you know thanks for reaching out and I was like okay great and so keep in mind by this time uh, I actually went to Conseco's house, had all kinds of crazy things happen with Beckett Magazine and this, that, and the other. So all this stuff happened from the time when I first reached out to him to the time that actually uh, that he reached back out to me. So, and it was still fresh on my mind. I said, hey, by the way, check out, uh, you know, the story that I wrote about me going to Conseco's house. And so we ended up actually striking a friendship through this. And uh, so uh, eventually, and he wasn't really collecting all that much then. Uh, in 2015 like he still had his collection but wasn't really actively pursuing things well eventually he got back into it and uh, started really going after base cards well I had a base run of Canseco uh, cards that he wanted so he ended up buying those and uh, he said I just want those I said Mark you hang on you're going you're going to get you're going to get deeper into this I promise you you're going to want some of the other cooler stuff so eventually he does we all do that's how it goes and now he is—he's uh, he's definitely a voracious collector of Conseco autographs, and he's got a really incredible collection. Um, he's gotten a lot of stuff from me over the years too. So, um, and I said this in an article. By the way, I've written an article about this at TamanBaseballFan.com. If you want to check that out, uh, but I said this in the article. Mark, if you're listening, remember before you sell out stuff, you know, keep me in mind because uh, I would love to pick up some of my old cards for sure, and some of the other cards that you've picked up from other places as well. <laughs> so he's got a great collection going, guys. But um, in any event, so uh, over the past few years, I mean, so we've probably, I've known him for about 25 years. We've known, he's known about me for about six or seven years now at this point, I guess. And so over the past few years, we've tried to connect when I take my family out on vacation, you know, around in his neck of the woods, but never really, never, nothing really ever materialized. And uh, so it's fine, you know, we've We've all, all got busy families and schedules and that sort of thing. And so uh, 
Uh, last week, I think it was, he reached out and he's like, hey, Tanner, we're actually going to be, uh, he and his fiance, Megan, are going to be uh, in the Houston area. Um, would you like to get together? Can we stop by? And I said, oh yeah, that'd be great. Let me take a look and see a schedule. And uh, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. I, I wasn't sure we were going to be able to make it happen because our calendar is just so full. But it's like, man, it's Mark. I've been wanting to wanting to meet him in person for you know forever. So I said, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, come on over. Let's uh, let's do something. So he and he and Megan come over, and uh, you know, it was uh, it's kind of strange territory for me, y'all, because like there's a lot of people online that I talk to. And I've had a lot of people invite me over to their house and uh, invite me to various things I don't really know. And I'm a little, a little nervous about that because I just don't know these people. Uh, and so I've really never met anybody online. Certainly, you know, it's, unless it's like somebody locally that sells things, but I've never met other baseball fans or collectors uh, in person, certainly not of Canseco. Uh, in fact, the only two people that have really seen my Conseco collection, and it's and they didn't really see much at all, is my brother-in-law that I talked about, and his I've shown him some cards. He he cared, you know. Interestingly enough, way more about Babe Ruth than a Conseco barrel or whatever. Go figure, right? The other was the mechanic of mine that would come over, and he he's like, oh, I remember Conseco. I love Conseco, and he wanted to see my collection, and so uh, I showed him some some obscurity, some real rare cards. He didn't give a rip about those cards, guys. He wanted to see the 86 Donruss rated rookie, and that was it. And so he holds this, uh, whenever I showed him that, he held that up like, you know, he was holding like the Hope Diamond or something, you know. Uh, it was really kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, so so having Mark over was going to be a different deal. It's going to be somebody that was like really excited about Conseco baseball cards. Not just baseball cards, but Conseco baseball cards. So. Uh, you know, he comes over and Megan comes over and, uh, we just had a great time. So they spent the afternoon with us and it was, it was so fun. It was like, I was showing him some Conseco cards and he was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah, I know. Right. So like nobody else gets this <laughs> unless it's online or something. So it's just, uh, just a super fun time. And, uh, you know, it's funny because it's like, we have all these connections online through Facebook or Twitter or YouTube uh, through this podcast whatever and so like they're just names and they're just names of people that type things and sometimes people tend people like to uh, type things that are mean or things that are cruel or things that are rude uh, without being held accountable for it because they don't have to be held accountable for it because they're just a name behind a keyboard uh, and you have also, uh, you know, on the other flip, on the flip of the other side of the coin, you have uh, people that say incredibly kind things, some real nice people, some good-hearted folks. But again, you can't fully appreciate it just because they're just a name uh, behind a key uh, behind a keyboard. And so, you know, crossing this barrier with somebody uh, to realize, you know, to really kind of it materializes something in your head that this is an actual person, you know, they have a life, they're, they're doing things in life. They, they've got a family and, you know, they're real breathing human beings that, you know, have the same passion that Mark and I, we couldn't be more different when it comes to politics and religion, that sort of thing. But man, we just, we got along famously. We're like, we're the best of friends. And so it was a fun time to be able to share that passion of the hobby in person. And so there's other people out there 
on YouTube that get along with others uh, in person and do YouTube videos, that sort of thing, which is fun to see because there's there's kind of like a, a sort of a synergy there, I think, that happens whenever you can see a couple people sharing uh, passion for the hobby or for the same thing. So, uh, but in any event, it was kind of fun. I was able to take some pictures, and so uh, so we have some pictures of uh, Mark and I, uh, you know, uh, just kind of uh, looking at the Conseco collection, and and it, it's just really fun. It's like uh, it it became kind of like a uh, uh, you know kind of like a, a mark in this. Uh, in this uh, hobby for me that somebody actually crossed that barrier and came over and uh, you know it's kind of like a perfect storm also because nine times out of ten I'm going to stray away from people that want to come over uh, or hang out or whatever <laughs> when it comes to uh, uh, being in person and uh, you know from people that I've met from Facebook or whatever but Mark was a different deal because you know like I said I had known him for known of him for about a quarter of a century now which man that makes it sound old 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 but Hey, then it is what it is, I guess. But uh, it was fun. It was it was really fun, and it and it it brought me back a little bit to the days of when I was a kid, of trading with neighborhood friends in person. You know, we didn't do any trades in person or whatever, which is fine. You know, I don't, I don't know if uh, if there's anything that I would have that I would really fully want to trade. I think there's a few actually uh, that would have, but uh, but it kind of brought that element back to it. And it reminded me of why it's so exciting for us to be able to share our cards online with others, because there's absolutely a human factor in this that that brings the hobby alive to us a little more, where it's not just us in a room with a bunch of cardboard pictures of baseball players. It's a, it's a living, breathing, active hobby and community, and kind of that brought that brought that to the forefront of my mind. Uh, and it really kind of internalized it for me, uh, to be honest with you. It was, it was a fun time, but it but it made me remember or realize why this online community, number one, why I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful for, for having all these people online, all of you guys listening uh, and responding, and uh, and all of you other collectors out there. Like, it's just, we, are, we should be so grateful for this, uh, for this time, especially this time in life where we can interact uh, in real time. You know, even though we might be thousands of miles away from each other. So uh, just a really, really fun realization to come to. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was a great time. So, um, yeah, so that's all I have for today. I just wanted to talk about that little little fun meetup. And, uh, and yeah, it was great. And so, like I said, Mark, uh, if you're listening, Megan, if you're listening, great meeting you folks. Uh, you know, we should definitely do it again sometime. And uh, for everybody else listening, by the way, I don't really drop a whole lot of you know, quote unquote advertisements or solicitations here. But, uh, so I do have a lot of people that started asking me about if they, uh, uh, if I can do some custom cards for their kids or their spouses or for their friends, uh, for Christmas. The answer is yes, I absolutely can. Uh, my dance card fills up pretty quickly. So if you want something done or want a quote done, uh, on what you want to have me create, reach out to me, uh, on Twitter you can reach out to me at tanmanbbfan or you can email me directly tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com message me with what you would like to have done and I'll get you a quote and we will get something started that's amazing for you and your family and friends so that's my advertisement oh by the way check out my book Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict it's been out for three short years so (laughs) if you haven't picked one up pick one up now it's available on Amazon 
or you could ask for a signed copy from me. So thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a fabulous rest of the weekend.